I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. talk shall we it's one of my favorite days of the week it is wednesday i am so glad to be with you guys thank you so much for finding the sarah fraser show many of you are finding me through tiktok which i'm having so much fun on where i give all my thoughts and opinions on everything tlc and then on wednesdays i do a podcast for you where i go into deeper dives of these shows because let's face it, honestly, I swear, people say, oh, uh, The Sopranos, one of the greatest television shows ever, Breaking Bad, bullshit. You know what I mean? 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. These shows, I mean, can they get any better? I'm sorry, Welcome to Plathville is a classic. The Duggars who? I mean, are the Duggars still on TLC? So while I am like, you know, I've been a longtime TLC fan, but I've mostly watched Thousand Pound Sisters, My 600 Pound Life. I never really got into Duggars. And until recently, because I know you guys are going to want me to watch, I never really got into um, Sister Wives. But Sister Wives is enormous. So that'll be coming up. Um, There is an incredible amount to get to today. I mean, is Colty, is Colt Johnson long-time 90-day fiancé personality, and now on Single Life, is Colty replacing Sean Robinson for the tell-alls and the hosts? 
I'll tell you all about that. <laughs> How Mike Burke, you guys know Mike and Jimena from before the 90 days. He has now become the most hated person in the 90 day franchise. Would you agree with that? Would you agree with that statement? That's from Screen Rant. They claim, and I'm assuming this is because of by the amount of tweets, the hate tweets, that Mike Burke is now the most hated man in that franchise. Really? I think Jesse Meester takes the cake. Speaking of Jesse, are Jesse and Jennifer, they're on um, Single Life. Are they expecting a baby together? I mean, oh my God, we could go on and on. And then, you know, there's trouble in Lydia Plath's life. Is she going, you know, is she having an emotional breakdown? I'll tell you about the video that's been published that really is a little alarming because you kind of think of Olivia as one of the most, uh, sorry, not Olivia, Lydia. We obviously know um Olivia Plath. Um, and, you know, heads up for everybody. May 17th, Welcome to Plathville Season 4 is coming back. And in June, I Love a Mama's Boy. Now, this is huge because, you know, their season's just wrapped up in the fall of 2021. And now they're, you know that these shows are huge when they're rushing production, when production is not stopping. I love a, 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 I love a Mama's Boy, one of the biggest hits for TLC now. If you didn't, if you haven't been watching that show, it is so good. Oh my God, is that show so good? Well, you know, it's it, it was getting on average a million over a million viewers per episode. That's enormous. Okay, so to put that in perspective, because I'm sure a lot of you here are Housewife fans. Many of the Housewife franchises don't even get a million, which was part of the problem. OC, OC, the reboot of OC way down. New York, way down, under a million. So you're talking, these shows are legacy shows and they are not getting the views that I Love a Mama's Boy is. I don't have ratings numbers for you for Plathville. I have to imagine Plathville is right at a million at this point. They're rushing the season. We're getting it in May. Huge, huge, huge. So there's a ton to talk to, as always, in the TLC universe. If you have a tip that you want me to um, investigate or discuss about TLC, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. And if you want my hot takes throughout the week, TikTok, it's at the Sarah Fraser Show. You can find it there. I would love for you to share this podcast with a friend. That would be like the ultimate um you know, compliment that you could pay to the show. I love doing it for you. And just so a lot of you might be just checking me out now on Wednesdays, but on Monday and Tuesday, I also do brand new shows. And then I do kind of these mini eps all throughout the week where I, you know, because I'm on Megaphone, which is owned by Spotify, through the research, I'm able to tell kind of the most listened to parts and podcasts of my shows. So therefore, I try to do mini episodes Thursday through Sunday. So it gives you some of the highlights and best of. So if you don't have time to listen to 30, 40, 50 minutes, you can listen to a 10-minute episode or less in general. The Sarah Fraser Show, everywhere podcasts are played. And I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's thank a couple of sponsors. Then we'll get into the show. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut 
gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. So grateful to have Radley Acura on. If you guys are not following Radley Acura, they're amazing. They're on social media. But more importantly, if you're thinking about buying a new car and maybe you're discouraged because like, is now a good time? 100% it is. 100%. RadleyAcura.com has new inventory constantly. You can be getting a new car in 30 days, 60 days and getting exactly what you want because they have new inventory coming in nonstop. Also, now is the time to trade in your lease or your old vehicle because they're paying top dollar for that trade-in. You can do most of this online at RadleyAcura.com. And then also, they never turn away any makes or models for you in their um, service department. They have hundreds of five-star reviews. Find out why they're so good with their service. Go to RadleyAcura.com. Absolutely love them. Also, I love ZocDoc. Many of us neglected our health during the pandemic, but not anymore. ZocDoc is a free act free app, just go to ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Download the app for free. I just moved here to Los Angeles. I've been using ZocDoc nonstop. I found pediatric dentists, pediatricians. Now I'm looking for a general doctor for myself. You can search by your zip code. You can search by reviews. And the best part of all, of course, we all want to know who's in the network of our insurance provider. Well, boom, you can find it there. ZocDoc.com. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash T-S-F-S. And HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com slash T-S-F-S 16. Get up to 16 free meals and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. I love HelloFresh. Mwah, mwah. 
My husband and I get it delivered on Wednesdays, and we pick the vegetarian option. 30-minute meals or less. Do you know how beautiful that is? So many of you do because you're already members. If you haven't tried HelloFresh, enjoy up to 16 free meals just for being a Sarah Fraser Show listener and find out what all the hype is about. Farm fresh ingredients to your table cuts down on waste and you save money too. HelloFresh.com slash TSFS16. All right, let's get into Before the 90 Days because we had the season finale this week and we had the part one of the tell-all. Holy Lord. Um, Mike Burke, the most hated man on TV, when Mike said at the end of the tell-all that, that he and Jimena were back together after the breakup, did y'all fall out of your chair? I fell straight to the floor. I had my, my one-month-old son had to come over and get on top of me to get me back. I mean, what? Mike, there's no way. And I mean, can we just catch up in real time? I've got to figure out when they shoot these tell-alls, but damn, I wish they would really, truly like, I guess it's, I, you know... I'm sure it's like Housewives. It's probably somewhere like very close to the season finale. They were only to get back together for a brief second. Jimena, they tease, is not interested. But what I find fascinating about Mike's story is how did Mike go from the most one of the most beloved members and having a ton of empathy for himself on the show to one of the most hated? Now, ScreenRant.com, shout out to them. I love their website. They do a whole breakdown of this. And I believe it's based on social media mentions is where they're getting this. But they now say they do a deep dive article on how Mike became the most despised star of season five. And, of course, the last two episodes are the biggest indicators where multiple times Jimena asks him to, like, leave. Leave. He won't do it. He won't leave. He won't leave her alone. He wants to know if she's going to be coming back as a cam girl, if she's going to be doing that. It's like, yeah, she probably is. That's how you met her. Okay. Uh, And really, it's none of your fucking business if she wants to sell her hoo-ha online to some other guy in the United States. Thanks. Um, I just, the, look, I've been team Jimena. I said this on my TikTok. Um, Everybody owes me an apology. (laughs) And I said this. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm not holding my breath. Everyone's like, all right, bitch, we ain't not, we are not apologizing to your ass. I was team Jimena from the start. I could tell she didn't like him. I could tell she was trying to be kind to him because I'm sure he's given her a lot of money. He's paid attention to her kids. He's been good to her mom. She was not sexually attracted to him. You could tell for the most part. She sympathy fucked him at one point. I'm sure. I think where Jimena miscalculated is she thought she could be nice and phase him out, okay? And then she realized that, much like a herpy, this guy was going to flare up and flare up and flare up until you burn him off, you know? And I even think, I think she was trying to calm the waters. I mean, I'll be curious to see if it comes out that he has harassed her at all behind the scenes. A lot of people feel like he's moved on. I just, uh, again, I I would love to have Mike on this podcast I would love for Mike to tell his side of the story. I always want people to come on and share their side of the story. And look, a lot of the times I'm wrong. I'm wrong about people because we are only seeing snippets. But the way they portrayed him at the end, I thought was almost stalker-like behavior. I I genuinely was a little worried for her, her daughters. Like when he said he wouldn't leave, I don't know. I mean, I think she is lucky that she got him out of the country. He just doesn't seem... He doesn't seem like he can mentally handle it. Okay, I'm going to say that. That's a kind way of saying you're mentally unstable. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe you'll prove me wrong. You know, he's re- he's been on his Instagram. I've reported about that. 
he, you know, I hope people are checking on him that he has good friends because he's implied he's been at his breaking point with the backlash. But whether it's lack of self-awareness, whether it's editing, Mike Burke has become the most despised star on the 90 Day Fiance franchise. Would you agree? Love to know your thoughts on it. A lot of people, including myself, are confused as hell as to why Emma and Johnny are on the reunion or the tell-all, I should say. I'm very confused about this storyline. If you, if you don't even know who I'm talking about on the before the 90 days, uh, you're not alone because I have to constantly Google his name like every time I even think about that couple. Emma and Johnny, she's the farm woman. I think kind of like reddish hair, darkish hair. Johnny is from China. Um, they met online. They met in Dubai briefly. It's it's interesting to me. I'm not sure. Okay, this is my theory about why we didn't see a lot of them. I think the show, I don't think a lot happened with them. You know, we know Emma cheated on him. And then, of course, she confesses and tell all that she's cheated on him again. I said to people, this woman is hornier than a cat that just gave birth. You know, only, you know, only cats will give birth and be out fucking like 10 days later. You know what I'm saying? The rest of us all got to, we got to heal that hoo-ha, but not the kitty cats. And Emma is the same way. You know what I mean? Emma could be broken up with today and two hours later, she is on seeking arrangements and getting the shipping banged out of her in Idaho, you know, in a potato patch. That is the girl, you know? But I mean, I, I, my theory is this, Caleb and Alina... And, of course, we all know Alina was off the show because of her racist posts. And people have gone back and forth. How is Mike allowed to repost something that used the N-word and Alina didn't? I'll tell you two reasons. They were too far along in the storyline for Mike. And they were going to just monitor the backlash. And there really wasn't that much because people liked Mike. And I, I think eventually he did delete the post. And the comparison is, and again, I'm not like I'm not saying that either one, you know, I'm not condoning either person you know for what they did I'm just kind of explaining I think the TV rationale with Alina they couldn't ignore it because she was right she wasn't reposting a meme she was writing the n-word she was writing anti-Asian things anti-Muslim things I think it was so much deeper than you know uh, uh, reposting a meme not that I'm making light of that but I think you could argue Mike didn't make the meme that's all I'm saying so I think personally they were TLC, Caleb and Alina were a huge storyline, a huge storyline for them. I mean, they were, if you guys remember the first couple of episodes, they were the stars, all right? Alina is beautiful. She's a model. She has dwarfism. You know, she's she was the first little person to, you know, be, on, be cast in there. Caleb, they obviously had an attraction to each other. Caleb was nice looking. I mean, I guess they had a threesome with that roommate or Alina did anyway. They were like the breakout hits. And I think there was, I think TLC thinking they had it in the bag between them, Mike and Jimena, Gino and Jasmine. So they never really developed Emma and Johnny. But then fast forward, Alina and Caleb totally gone and they needed somebody. And so that's why I think you're seeing Emma and Johnny there to complete the couples because there just wouldn't be enough space to fill. And there's really nothing to say about them. Now, interesting tidbit if you're following all if you're following all this mess <laughs> which i don't know at this point you might think to yourself i have a fucking life i don't need to listen to this shit and i would understand i'm i'm breaking this down thinking to myself don't i have a life i got a child and i'm trying to have one more i got too much time on my hands apparently but i do think um you know with with the show with these guys with caleb 
and oh my god I think I lost my train of thought <laughs> see it didn't even matter oh I know what it is Johnny if you're following along Johnny did put out a social media message that implies that he and Emma are still together do you all believe that I think Emma and Gino should get together because they're two lying cheating people that would I mean and the, well we thought Gino was horny but it sounds like he, he likes selfie selfie time really He's not, I mean, can you imagine he traveled to Panama City to see Jasmine and they had sex once in a month? That's strange. That's strange. For, for a guy who is out there wanting to have a child, that's all I'm saying. That's a little strange. Also, I, I used to ride for them. I'm done. I think, I, I thought they had genuine love. I think she does. I hope she gets her American citizenship. I hope she can hang in there five years, but he is never going to stop cheating. I mean, what a web of fucking lies at that tell-all. I mean, what a web. He couldn't keep straight. You're telling me the love of your life, Jasmine, like he didn't really know what website at first they'd met on. And then that friend of Ben's, by the way, she was beautiful. Ben should Ben should be trying to get with her. And Ben looked good. Ben, ben looked damn good at that tell-all. I will tell you, I take back any like DUI comments I have made about him. He was fine. Fine. Mahogany, I, like people said, you know, she just looks like she doesn't even know why she's being there. That that, that wasn't in her paid contract, honestly. <laughs> um, but I'm done with Gino. I, I think Gino is so full of shit. I think I think they do. Somebody on my TikTok had wrote in the messages that they truly have an arrangement, and I think they do. While I think she is in love with him and could be in love with him, I don't think it's going to work. That man, how could you ever trust that man? You know he is in people's DMs constantly. He can't stay out of them. Wanting to know what Ben's friend's nationality was and this and that. Give me a break. Ugh. Give me a break. I'm so over it. I mean, did we all think that Memphis and Hamza would be the couple? I said it on my TikTok and I stand by it. They are the Obamas of the 90-day franchise. They really are. They are. I'm sorry. They're Michelle and Barack. They're cute together. His mother is, I mean, who wouldn't want that as a mother-in-law who roots for you, who understands her? You know, she she grew up in foster care. She aged out of foster care. I mean, Memphis has done so well for herself and good for her. I think she takes a hard stance on her social media and she's like, look, you want to say negative shit? You want to make all these things? I'll delete you. I'll delete my social media. I don't need you. Fuck off. Like, good for you, right? If we all got to that point. If we all got to that point, I try to on my TikTok and then people come for me and I apologize. <laughs> oh, I'm working on caring less, but for now I still, there's a smidge that cares, you know? Who knew we would be rooting for them? And in that season finale, when they were at the airport, my heart, I cried so much, my heart. You know, Hamza, how do you leave your wife to go back to the United States, you know, thousands of miles away, carrying your child? And, you know, the, the carrying a child is so difficult and also such a miracle all at the same time. I mean, my heart broke for them, the beauty in their eyes. Someone like Memphis, who has loved and lost and been through hell, has found this man, you know, and his beautiful family who who's rooting for them. I mean, oh, I had such tears. And even when Gino and Jasmine, I mean, I could cry now. I mean, even when Gino and Jasmine, like, oh, I love love. But like when they left the airport, like all of them, it's like so sad. Even Mike, like that's the beauty of this show is this show takes you to the brink of 
you know, hating these people and then just like knowing what that's like to love somebody so much. Oh, <laughs> okay. Where's my producer? I need a tissue. Oh, I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love the show. I love the show. I think it's beautiful. I really do. I wish the people weren't such assholes once they, co- once they come out of editing, but <laughs> that's another thing. Caleb, um, Caleb is lobbying hard to be on 90 Day Fiance, or I think another 90 Day show. Caleb was cut too from the storyline. I disagree with TLC. I think they should have had him on. But my guess is the reason that they didn't have him on is because they probably didn't screen Alina enough with these racist posts. And so they don't want to be called out for it or look dumb. I, that's my personal opinion about why Caleb wasn't there. Okay. And when I say that, I'm, because Sean Robinson, who, by the way, is not being replaced by Colty. Um, that was an April Fool's joke. I have to shout out, oh, my God, um, 90 Day Couple on Instagram. Follow them. She has a hilarious or they have a hilarious Instagram and uh, they posted an April Fool's joke that Colty was going to replace Sean Robinson for the tell-alls. And I believed it. And I almost flipped. I was flipping my ish. I said, you better not. Better not. Anyway, it was fake. Um, but uh, Sean Robinson could not host that tell-all and not ask him about how he was impacted about the racist posts, how you know he felt being, you know, if, if they had kept him on, their storyline not being continued all that. So I I think because having him on would potentially make them look like they didn't do their research because a lot of those posts had been up for a hot second. And I'm sure, I don't know, maybe they, maybe, maybe TLC just didn't do their research. Maybe they, they feel like wait and see if people find out or maybe they were aware. They thought, well, this is such a good storyline. We'll see where it goes. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard any hot tips from anybody on this. Okay. It's just pure speculation. But I think that's why they couldn't have Caleb on. They couldn't make the network look bad. They knew that Sean would have to ask him. So avoid it altogether. Alina's gone. What's, what's, what good is going to come of bringing him back? Now, I do think he's lobbying hard to be on another TLC show. And should he? I like him. I like Caleb. I want to have him on this show. Um, I think he's, he, you know, he's done a lot of lives with like uh, Mike and Jasmine and other cast members, you know, talking about the experience. I think he wants to be on 90 Day Fiance again or Single Life. Could definitely see him on Single. I think he'd be awesome on Single Life. He's got personality and he's cute. By the way, his uh, Instagram is at 666, which he does not like. He says that's a devil number. He, He wants people to follow him so it can get to 667. So I don't know, a ploy to get more Instagram followers or he truly doesn't like 666, whatever you think. Um, Jasmine and Gino are not pregnant. You can kill that rumor right there. That was a rumor, but people just do this shit whenever they see anybody and they eat a cheeseburger and they get a little bit of a pot belly like we all do. It's like, are you preggers? Are you preggers? No. At least she denies it for now. Big Ed is running for governor. Can you... (laughs) Can you believe that? Of California. I might vote for him, actually. Not a lot else going on here in California. He claims he's, he's, um, he claims that he is running for governor of California. Listen, unfortunately, Liz's Instagram account got hacked. Okay. And trust me, I know what her boobs look like, so it's definitely not her. Um, but just letting you know that that's not her. And we have reached out to Instagram 
and they're in I gotta I gotta do more research. I've read I've read that they're back engaged. I'm here with my filming manager Liz. Notice the ring. Anyways, you guys. Yeah, I think they're back. It's the 25th of March, 2022. I officially declare myself as a writing candidate for the governorship of the state of California. I want to stand on several different platforms. Oh, okay. I got to have him on. I want to interview him. Anyway, apparently a lot of people thought that was BS. And then he posted this and it says write in Big Ed for um, California governor. I think you got some heavy competition, bud. I think it's going to be a hard fought battle to try to become governor. Anyway. I, I don't know. I kind of heard that he was engaged to Liz again. <sighs> Lord, Lord. I think they are. I think they are. Anyway, Big Ed, I doubt, is going to become governor of California. So there you go. Two more things to get to. Um, I don't think Jesse Meester and Jennifer are having a baby. I think that was a bad um, April Fool's prank. Jesse put up on his uh, IG story a picture of a positive pregnancy thing. A lot of people still pulling those pregnancy jokes on Facebook, which I thought was like super taboo. But now I think people don't care because of bigger things in the world like Will Smith and the war in Ukraine. So they used to be like tasteful, like tasteless, I guess, because it was like, oh, what about the women that can't have kids or something? Like you shouldn't joke about this. And look, as someone that's had a molar pregnancy miscarriage, I have to be honest, like I never thought of the April Fool's joke as hurtful. I really didn't. But I will say like after you've had a miscarriage and you're like trying to get pregnant or waiting, every single person on social media is pregnant and it does rob you of your joy. But again, that's not like, that's not their problem. Like they have the right to be joyous too. Anyhow, seems like that April Fool's joke is back. A lot of people were on it. Um, We have Darcy and Stacy. We have Darcy now on OnlyFans. She says she's bringing sexy back. I am going to review They're OnlyFans. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay. I'm going to really, I'm going to review their OFs because Georgie is on it too. Georgie's on it. I can't, I hope they show everything. Like, I hope like it's masturbation videos and Georgie's butthole, you know? Like, like, don't go on OnlyFans. People always want me to be on OnlyFans. If I'm going to do OnlyFans, like, I am going to fuck random shit with my feet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to go on there and be like, hi, it's me. I'm in the sexy teddy, but you can't really see anything. You could probably just see this, like, on any television show or Netflix after dark. You know? No. Like, see, let's see some butthole if you're going to be on there. You know? <laughs> Last story, from buttholes to Lydia Plath. What a transition. This poor woman, she's like more religious. I love her. Lydia Plath dropped a YouTube video. A lot of hints going on. A lot of hints. A lot of hints that things are not good in Plathville paradise. In fact, I'm going to speculate. I speculated on my TikTok because I was like, what could be wrong? Because she goes on and she talks about her religion and launching your own prayer closet. But what she really hints at is that there's a lot of mental things going on behind the scenes and she's not ready to talk about them. I love when people do this because there's nothing like drawing more attention to something negative going on in your life than like hinting at something negative going on in your life. And I've been guilty of this. Like, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you this. I'm going to tell you this coming up. And then the older you get and the wiser you get, you realize how stupid things like that are because, okay, we're just now we're just going to be at you. What is it? Now, I said on my TikTok, I thought that it had something to do with an an existential crisis with, you know, MDMA, Christ, and somebody running a train on her. But (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, I highly doubt that's Lydia Plath's issue. 
like everybody in that family, it seems like I think the kids grow up and they have a they realize as they get older what they missed out because of Kim and Barry. If you want to hear Max Kalschmidt, who had an awesome interview with me, Max was the ex-boyfriend of Mariah. He's been on the path. He's going to be on season four briefly. Max talks about Kim and Barry and he basically Kim and Barry. I want to interview because they're very interesting. I give Kim and Barry a lot of credit because they're willing to be villains they're willing to be villains for the success of their children, okay? And and Kim, and I know this because Olivia and Ethan have been on the show, Kim is willing to do anything to be on TV, was always willing. That's why the kids were in a band. But yet they wouldn't show them television. They wouldn't give them a cell phone. They wouldn't let them drink Coke. They wouldn't educate them. You know, none of the kids are educated beyond eighth grade. They never even got GEDs. They never got anything. They never knew about periods. So it's so interesting to me. My uh, my guess is, as Lydia is now being exposed to so much through this TV show, Olivia, Ethan, I think she's having a crisis. Does she stay with them? Does she be good parents and honor them? Or is she out? That's what I think it is. Or maybe she's having sex. I don't know. We're going to find out really soon. Guys, I adore you Wednesdays. What's TLC talk? I love it. Um, if you have a tip that you want to share or someone that you want me to interview or a TLC show you want me to cover, the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. Bye, everybody.